You're listening to a Soul Fire Productions podcast. God damn, this podcast is uh, almost a month late, maybe a little less, and I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You know why? It's actually the reason we're talking today. It's because my success, my identity, my value, and my worth is not wrapped up in delivering a podcast on time. It's also not wrapped up in pleasing you. And I don't say that to be harsh, because y'all know I love you to the moon and back. And I love our time together. And I've been choosing to take care of myself because sitting in this seat recording is not where I have needed to be. I would not have been of service to you in a way of integrity and alignment that I believe is important and is truly the foundation of what I do when I come here to share. I would have been chaotic and ungrounded and unclear and incredibly emotional, which Again, here for it all. And at the same time, I felt this deep need to fucking pause. (sighs) So thank you. I just want to thank you. If this is your first episode you're ever listening to, um, you're probably a little confused. Uh, So let me give you a little backstory. I always put out podcasts all the time. I've been doing this for over three years. And my body, my spiritual state, my emotional state, Every part of me was asking to stop. I needed to create space for what is coming. And so I took some time off and went to Tulum with some friends, my dearest girlfriends. And then I went to Hawaii with my now fiance, y'all. We got engaged in Kauai. It was super cliche and amazing. And I was like a little mermaid. Um, We got engaged there. I was with my brother and his girlfriend, and we have done some clearing, some healing, some opening, some shedding. Oh, have we been shedding, shedding so much. And so here we are. I have returned. You have returned. I fucking miss you all. I love you. Again, I just want to reiterate that. It almost brings me to tears saying this. This community is fucking legit. You all are so incredible to be in process with. I just have to tell you. And whether we talk often in the DMs or inside of my monthly community, the Onyx, inside of Circle or emails, whatever it is, whether we talk a lot or not, I feel you. I feel your energy. I feel you showing up for yourself. I feel you showing up for your relationships and your community, and your ancestors, and your cutting cores, and your letting go of trauma, and your repatterning, and your choosing more. And damn, it is special. You are all so special. It takes bravery to be here, to have these conversations. It takes bravery to take responsibility for your life, to explore, to create your reality, to be in choice, to be cracked the fuck open, and to experience intimacy with your life. 
And I just want to acknowledge you and honor you. Because being on this ride, this journey with you, okay, now I am going to cry, <laughs> is why I created this. Sharing really hard moments and sharing really awesome moments is really fucking cool. And I know I don't know every single one of you personally. But I don't feel like any of you are strangers. I feel like you are my sisters and my friends and my people. I feel so close to you. So thank you for honoring me and my time away. And maybe that helps you, gives you permission to take time for yourself. Oh, good. I hope you are well. And if you are in a weird place right now, I'm sending you love and hugs. I know that I am incredibly privileged in so many ways. And one of the ways is to have a partner who, not all the time, but a majority of the time knows how to hold me physically and emotionally. But I also have incredible girlfriends that I can call on a moment's notice at any hour of the day and show up for me. And I know that that is not something that everyone here experiences. And I want you to know that I may not know your story specifically. I may not even know your name. But I feel your heart and I know your heart. And so wherever you are, whatever's going on in your life right now, I just want you to take breath. I just want you to know that right now, energetically, everything I have, I am hugging you and holding you in whatever way feels most supportive and loving for you. So today we are talking about success as I wipe my eyes. You are not even in my studio and you all make me cry. <laughs> I love this. Success. What even is success? What even is it? This is a question that I have been sitting with for the last couple of years because when I left television and this career behind where everything was about attention and validation and accolades and money and success and all the things, and I left it and I started my tiny little podcast and I was like, I'm going to talk about chronic illness and autoimmune disease and I'm going to help people heal. I had a rude awakening because I didn't get the same attention, definitely wasn't making the same kind of money. And I felt like, okay, now what? And it was the best thing that I ever did. Making that choice caused me to rework my entire life, to reevaluate what does success look like for me? What was it before and how am I defining it now? So what I want to start with is I want you to sit with your previous or maybe current definition of success. And if you're journaling right now, and you're writing shit down, please don't do this in the car. Um, but if you're somewhere where you can take notes, 
maybe just pause this for a second and write down all the things that success means to you. And then underneath that, go through what does it feel like to be successful? What has it felt like? Maybe you can come up with a certain thing like, when I got the head sales job at Lululemon, I felt the most successful I ever have in my life. And success at that time or when that happened meant XYZ, long list of things. And it felt like long list of things. Go back to that moment, close your eyes, and what were the visceral feelings you were experiencing? I really want you to understand and become friends with this definition and feeling. Okay. Now, does that definition and feeling serve you now? Wherever you are, whether you are a new mom, whether you're transitioning careers, whether you are in the middle of, I don't know what the fuck I want to do. There's got to be something else out there for me. I feel lost. I feel empty. I feel unfulfilled. Wherever you are, is that definition and those feelings you had, are they applicable to right now? Does that support you in this new iteration of you? If it does, maybe you have evolved that definition over time or you're happy with your success definition and that's where you are. But what I'm guessing is that if you're listening to the show, you're questioning it, which is great. It's a perfect place to be. Curiosity, my friends. It may have killed the cat, but it allows us to blossom. So, new feelings, new definition. If I were to write down what success looks like to me now, it's far different. It is not about money. It's not about material things. It's not about attention or validation. Okay, well, that goes everything that I've ever known about success. So where the fuck do we begin now? Well, I got really clear about the feelings that I had when I was successful. When I was successful and I got to interview Magic Johnson in a one-on-one interview, the next day, I was like, okay, but now what? That wasn't enough. That was a career highlight. Do you know that 99.9% of broadcasters will never interview Magic Johnson? And I sat down with him at his fucking request. And it pissed off all the people. And it was awesome. And I fucking deserved it. And I killed it. And the next damn day, not even 24 hours, y'all, I was like, on to the next. Something else that has to make me more successful. Now I need my own show or I need this paycheck in order to make me good enough. That feeling right there of not being good enough is the feeling I'm talking about. It's the, oh my God, that was so cool. And it lasts for three seconds. And then you're on to the next thing to go chase. What is that? 
or like I did when I was younger, an A wasn't good enough. It had to be an A plus. And it had to be an A plus plus extra credit that I got, you know, perfect marks on and the gold star. Because without that little trio of things, I didn't feel like I had done enough or was good enough. I consistently felt empty and not valuable and like I wasn't working hard enough. And so I was constantly chasing and climbing and it didn't matter what I was going after. I pretty much always achieved everything I went after, but it was never enough. And so I would just put that next thing up there. Oh, we made the junior national team. Okay. Well, that's not good enough. If you don't make the Olympic team, you're a failure. I didn't make the Olympic team. I ended up not being able to play volleyball again. So do I sit here and think, wow, you were never successful. What the hell, Kelly? I mean, I did. (laughs) I didn't even know who I was when I stopped playing because I no longer had this thing called volleyball to grab onto for success and for attention and for people to see, look how amazing she is. Those are the feelings I'm talking about. So yours could look similar. Yours could look totally different, but really get to know them. I just want to take a brief pause in this episode to tell you how I am nourishing myself because who doesn't need a little nourishment in their lives? I am super excited because... Element keeps surprising me with the good good. So they keep coming out with new flavors and they keep topping themselves. I was obsessed with citrus and then the raspberry. And then they hit me with that watermelon. And then they come out with grapefruit two days ago. And I'm like, what in the hell? Gimme more. And now. All of my friends are very happy because I walk around with all these little packets and I'm like, what would you like? It's like fucking Christmas over here when it's 90 degrees in Denver and we're all sweating our balls off. And I'm like, don't you worry, honey. I got you some element. What do you need from these electrolytes and how would you like it to taste? I have a variety of options. And you know why I love working with them is because they want you to have a variety of options too. You see how I did that? They have an eight pack sampler of element that you can try out for just five bucks. You don't get every flavor under the sun. Like we can't spoil you that much. Okay. You just got a little taste, just a little, just the tip, just the tip of the element. And then if you love it, you go in for some more, but we want you to have a variety of options, variety, the spice of life. I don't know. I'm in a mood today. Anyways, I love Element. It really is hot as balls here. (laughs) And I have been drinking this stuff like crazy. At least one a day, Um, especially if I have a hard workout. I went to Duality, which is kind of like our version of local orange theory here. So it's a hit class and I'm running and I'm pushing sleds and I'm rowing and I'm lifting and I'm, you know, getting that wedding body going and uh, sweating a lot. So I've already had Uh, one element this morning, and I probably will have another one tonight, but I'm in love. It's great if you're sweating. It's great if you're fasting. It's great if you're trying to curb carb cravings. And if you're doing keto, it's amazing. They don't have any artificial ingredients in there. They are the best on the market. Don't fuck with anything else. You heard it here. 
go to drinkelement.com slash Kelly T. That's drinklmnt.com slash Kelly T. Get an APAC sampler, try all the things, buy some other things. You will not regret it. Okay. I need to talk about Organifi because I don't really want hot drinks this week. Just saying. I need cold drinks. I need things that cool me down. Um, it's just where we are. It's where we are in this seasons. And so I am on that red juice game hard. So hard. So hard. Um, <laughs> sometimes I read these ads and I'm like, I swear to God, if these sponsors listen to every single ad, they're going to think I'm a nut job. But we're rolling with it and y'all keep showing up. You know that I'm a little crazy and you're here for it and I'm here for you. And I love you so much. Thank you for listening and coming to my Organified TED Talk. I love the red juice. It has 11 superfoods. It's organic. You don't have to juice or anything. I have a juicer. I just don't use it. I have the great intention of using it. I made celery juice like three times and I was like, this just takes too long. And the cleanup is really where I get got. I'm like, I don't want to do all the cleaning and it annoys me. So you don't have to juice or blend with this. I mean, you can use a hand blender to blend it up real nice, but you don't need to. You can just shake it up in your jar, which is what I do. It helps you beat the crash. So that afternoon it's hot. You're tired. You want that coffee. Don't do it. Turn to the red juice. It's so much better for you. It also helps increase blood flow. So not saying this is true. I mean, I could be making it up, but I feel like this helps with sex. I feel like I heard that somewhere, maybe on someone else's ad they were reading for this. If you're increasing blood flow, that means that your clit or your dick is probably getting more engorged and more excited, which this is the Kelly show. How much do we talk about sex here? A lot. So if that's part of the deal, then like, I'm going to take it. You can go to Organifi.com and get your clit more engorged. Go to Organifi.com slash Kelly T and use the code for 20% off. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. Code Kelly T, 20% off. Enjoy. The other thing I want you to look at is who defined success for you? I think mine was a compilation of things. I felt this need to be perfect and the best and super competitive and always better than everyone else from my parents. But I also think that that was also part of the lessons and choices I brought into this life. In this lifetime, I needed to learn gratitude and humility and uh, grounding and connection to self. And so I had to go on this really intense journey of never feeling good enough and constantly trying super hard in order to come back to me and what really matters to me. So I know I chose that experience. But who defined success for you? Was it your parents? Was it your teachers? Did you also make this choice coming into this life? And if you did, What do you feel like are the lessons that you needed to learn from that version of success that you've had? And then what drives you? What drives you now may look different than before, or it could be the same. Like I keep repeating over and over again, because, you know, I've been very self-absorbed and obsessed with everyone telling me how amazing I am. That's what drove me. 
people pleasing, people liking me, people telling me I'm the best, people complimenting me, making lots of money, proving to people I'm so awesome. People know me, that I get recognized on the street. That's what drove me, right? Getting the new Mercedes and driving it up to the studio and everyone coming out to look at my car and knowing that I just got to, you know, upgrade on my contract. I was like, I've made it. Look how special I am. I fucking hated myself. (laughs) So there's that. So what drives you? What drives me now looks so differently. Drives me what my definition of success radically different. Because I ask these questions. What is keeping you up at night? This, I wrote this down. I sit down before I do these shows and I just get quiet and I close my eyes and I'm like, what am I meant to share today? And I wrote this question now. I'm like, I don't know why that fits. But let's talk through it. What keeps you up at night? The things that used to keep me up at night were things like you fucked up on that show. You didn't work hard enough. You embarrassed yourself on live TV in front of hundreds of thousands of people because you said the wrong thing. So-and-so doesn't like you. So-and-so won't talk to you. What am I going to do with my hair and makeup tomorrow? What outfit am I going to wear? Does my boyfriend love me? Like, those are the questions, okay? And the things that keep me up now, it's all about growth and what do I get to see and what is coming forward for me to be radically honest about and where can I take responsibility for something and you know how can I be a better partner and a better dog mom and a better leader and how can I approach this situation to be the most supportive for my client and for me It's not about, oh no, so-and-so client is so angry at me or we didn't do it the way they wanted and so they might not work with me anymore. Eh. I'm not going to please everyone. We know that. What do you want to die with? There's a fucking question that I've been really into the last year. I watched my mom pass away and she couldn't take anything with her. She died angry and resentful and hateful and harsh. That's what she died with. She died with her family around her as well, being held. She was pretty much mad at everybody. She didn't die with any money. She didn't die with career accolades. She didn't die, you know, famous or anything like that. But what it taught me is that you can't take all your stuff with you when you die because it doesn't fit into the astral. That couch you love, that Mercedes you love, all the nice comments on Instagram that you think are important, they don't go into the ethereal. Like, we, we're not Mary Poppins. We don't put them into a bag and then just magically start bringing them out and be like, ooh, look at what Johnny said to me in 2012. My legs were so nice. 
What do you want to die with? I want to die knowing that I loved as hard as I could love and that I accepted and received and invited love into my life. That I took care of the people that matter most to me. That I experienced all the things. And that even when I was nervous and scared and fearful, I leaned into the things that I really wanted to try, have. What are your things? If you died tomorrow, if you died in 10 years, if you die when you're 90, what does your environment, inside and outside, look like? What did you create? Who did you love? How did you love? What did you say yes to? This goes to core values and alignment, which if you are inside the onyx, you will get the extended version of the, this episode and we'll go into more prompts. Core values and alignment, the things that matter most to you and how are they aligned. I'm going to get to that in a few minutes. So if you'd like to join the Onyx, make sure you go into the show notes and click on that and you can participate in, in these extra prompts that I give at the end, as well as our women's circles and the healing circles we have. We have human design masterclass coming up, Akashic Records masterclass. It's pretty epic. And I want to go back to who defines success for you. And I want to ask you this question. If no one told you who you needed to be, what would you do with your life? That's where I have been, especially since my mom passed away because I didn't feel like I had someone that I had to report back to anymore. And I was like, okay, if she isn't defining this for me, if I don't have to report back and say, look, mom, look what I did. Although I do that, but she's on the other side and we have a way different relationship now. I get to define and I get to decide and I get to create what my life looks like. So if no one is telling me who to be or how to be, I get to choose. I get to choose that. I am no longer the center of Soulfire Productions, micromanaging every moment, telling everyone what to do, and being the most important person in the room at all times. Because I know that that isn't what defines me, and I don't get my value or worth out of being the center of attention or being the successful CEO. I get to be in a relationship that is curious and different and fun and just totally off the beaten path of what I ever thought it was going to be because I don't have to be in a normal relationship, quote unquote normal, a conventional relationship that I find really boring because I want to fit in and do things the way I think I'm supposed to. I don't work every day and I don't have to. 
I don't have to grind and prove anything to anyone. Selling out courses, having the big biggest podcast in the world, having a book, having a TED talk. I don't need to do any of that shit. I don't want to. I have nothing to prove. So what do I do with my life? I go on vacation or I spend three hours a morning with my dogs and reading and working out or going on hikes or listening to music or going on two hour FaceTimes with my girlfriends. That's what I would do with my life. I'm literally doing it now because I'm not listening to anyone else telling me who I need to be. So if you had the space, what would you do with your life? Success and what it looks like and feels like gets to change. It gets to evolve because we evolve and we go through different chapters. So I encourage you, whatever chapter you're in right now, take a look at this idea of success. And maybe it's not even the word success. What is joy? What is happiness? What is fulfillment for you? And if you're like me, and you're someone who constantly sets yourself up to not be successful because you do something really well or you achieve something and then you put something else on top of that pedestal in order for you to have to climb more and grind more. Let's get clear on why we're doing that. Why are you cock blocking yourself from your own success and joy? It's totally unnecessary. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Show. If you would like even more exclusive content, conversations with me, the ability to connect with women in a really sacred space, to continue to challenge yourself, to create space for yourself and come back home to your truth and your knowing, I would love love, love to have you inside the onyx, the incredible space that I created for women like you who want more and who are ready to lean in to all of it. You can go to patreon.com slash the Kelly show. The link is in the show notes and I cannot wait to see you in there and hold that space for your growth. See you soon.